Welcome to the Toffee TV. It is the final word. Everton won. Bournemouth nil. Everton stay in the Premier League for another year. I don't know if that's that's worth celebrating, but we are here for another year. We get to keep our jobs. Yes. Uh, I'm joined by John Blaine. I'm joined by Jack to talk about this. Baz is sunning himself on some Welsh beach. Baz yeah. is prepared for the worst. He's probably not he? going to support Mary in now, is he? No, he's not going to support Mary in now because oh. he, he is not a number. Um, but yeah, a hellish season is over. Ten months of hell, it felt like. I mean, it wasn't all hell because the World Cup was amazing. Yeah. But, but it wasn't that a long time ago. Oh my God. <laughs> and yet, America feels like two minutes ago. It does. Actually. It feels like two minutes ago, even though it was like 11 months ago. Yeah. So, ten months of all that stress and all that strain um, is over. John, what is your overriding emotion as we sit here two days afterwards? Um, that's a hard question. Uh, yeah. Never again. Yeah. So that was that. in the nineties twice. Yeah. And twice in this. Um, I mean, the emotion it was weird. I think we talked about it pre, didn't we? Um, was I never expected anything other than that we would win. Yeah. Um, and when you're around people who are a bit more nervous than you, they try and transfer it to you. Then. Yeah. But I was quite calm about mm-hmm. it, um, and I didn't think once the game's finished, I'm going to go. Well, I was never going to run on the pitch, but thank you, it's finished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no great joy really. You know, I jumped about like the best of them when, yeah, yeah. when the Duke did the biz, right? But there was not really. I don't think the manager got it, didn't he? It wasn't really a thing to celebrate because mm-hmm. yeah. we shouldn't have been in that situation in the first place. I think we had a manager for too long who didn't get enough out the players and a manager for just long enough who did yeah and uh, well done to him mm. and, and watching the bipolar everton behavior now which is keep cody's wonderful yeah. sean dice is the best manager yeah. ever and so on is part of the roller coaster that's why we do it it is really it? it is you've got to be there for the shit days to be there for the good ones yeah and it was a good one in, in for yeah. the outcome yeah. but um no Jack, you experienced it in a different way because you're a poor student. So you experienced it. You weren't at the game. You you, you even had to watch it on a dodgy Oof. stream. So, I mean, how, 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 are your, how did your nerves hold up? Well, not particularly well because every time, uh, you know, the legal Sky Sports broadcast I was watching on yeah. um, went down, I got it in my head that, oh, there's been a goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. to yeah, the yeah, website. Yeah. But uh, I watched it with a Walsall fan and a Birmingham fan because that's who I live. Target audience. So, but it was almost um, easier watch watching it with people who had no stake in it. I wouldn't yeah. have liked to been in the room with a with a Leicester fan or a Leeds <laughs> fan or anything like that because it it, it could have come to blows at the end yeah. of it. But did they help calm you a bit? Because they were saying it's not what you think. Well, that, what you think's happening isn't what's actually happening. They were. They wanted Everton to stay up. And yeah, yeah. Like, I got well, obviously they, they yeah. don't have as much stake in as me, so yeah. they wanted the same thing, but they're not experiencing it with as much emotion. Yeah. They just kept telling me how sick I looked. But <laughs> yeah. it was. It was. It was horrible. It was even after the game. It didn't feel real. Not in a sense yeah. of well, we've accomplished something massive. I can't believe it. Just, mm. just because I was so stressed. Just because I was just so. Like emotional over it, just but I think for a good hour, 
afterwards it, it still felt like we could be relegated just because it was, it was <laughs> like a good way to describe it it yeah. was like an emotional come I'm going to wake up like, in a minute yeah. <laughs> like, not, yeah. not even like that in a sense of oh I've got to pinch myself it doesn't feel real just because you've thought about it for so long yeah. of what could happen the consequences yeah. of yeah. what Horrendous. could happen today you, you're still just like you're, you're almost still on edge like yeah. you're waiting for someone to take it away from you yeah and I, I get that because there's no none of us have ever experienced it none of us know what it feels like the, it's to releg- be relegated relegation and death are the two things we yeah. don't, they're the great beyond we don't know what, what right. how that feels like so you can't, no one can prepare you for something you've never felt before so I mean that that was you know that's the big part of it John how did you I mean I got to the ground pretty early I was there just after 2 o'clock but what were your thoughts on the general atmosphere before the game because you just said it yourself there about being relaxed it, you know to me it was like it was it was it was good before and then showed you what what good days could be like. If we could yeah, change. it was relaxed, I think. I think there was no... I mean, the fans had got their head in, into gear, I think. And I think I, I was listening to you guys doing the thing at half one and everyone was in the mode of, well, we, we just need to win. So yeah. Let's focus on us winning. Mm. OK, someone then tells you Leicester are winning, then they tell you it's 2-0. Yeah. But it well, doesn't change anything. We, we, we needed to be win to be, to be sure. And we still need to win, to be sure. And it perhaps helped the players in some respect because there would always be that little nag, wouldn't there, that maybe a draw's enough, yeah. you know? And, and certainly when the team came out, you could decide whether the manager's playing with three, is he playing with five, yeah. is yeah, let's keep this point because that might be enough, whatever, whatever. Um, but I had family over, of course, of Teresa's cousin and his missus and, and, and their grandson, and they went to their first ever game at Goodison Park you know, sort of Colorado Evertonians type of thing, finally getting into the stadium because they feared that this might be their last chance to see this before we yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. And planned it weeks, months ago, so to speak. And uh, they they were just overwhelmed by it all. The atmosphere yeah. side of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, they support the Denver Broncos and their stadium holds 80,000 or something and they were scared shitless in Goodison, yeah. I'm not surprised. You know, and so we did. We got in early as well. Yeah. No, but the, the atmosphere. We certainly got in for the pre four o'clock thing that yeah. the fan group was trying to sort out. The atmosphere uh, outside, I thought, was it was very relaxed and it I, was, and it and it it did. It made me feel like what it could be like if if um, if there were better days and you oh, did no. have something because it was it was a good atmosphere. It was the, the, I think people got there early. They wanted to, I suppose. Ease their way into it rather than maybe just getting there late and yeah. going, you know, yeah. you know, cold sweat and everything. So the atmosphere was good, and obviously, as I said I I went in pretty early. I just wanted to go and sit down, get grab a drink and uh, of, of, of water, and just 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 again don't let those emotions build as the ground built rather than I know that listen the march outside looked absolutely fantastic. Oh, County Road yeah. looked unbelievable, but I just think if I'd been in that, I think I would have got too hyped up too early and the emotions would have been over would have would have consumed me um so i did i did it my i did it my way as Frank Sinatra said um but i, I thought it was great outside and obviously the, you mentioned the day the team news came out it was something we mentioned last week it was like again whatever the team is don't get hung up on it yeah. it doesn't matter if we haven't got players then we'll probably if michelenko's not available then we'll probably play three at the back and that that's how it worked out yeah and it was just a case of well don't get hung up about it what were your thoughts jack when you saw the team the team it's like we spoke about on the preview last week it was you can't get too hung up on it 
And then you see, obviously, Freyta by high fourth. That was the right move. Mm-hmm. That's what I suggested on the preview well, as well. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so you know, then may- maybe you know, I could be Sean Dyche's assistant manager. Sure, watch but... us every time you're on. Yeah, no, sure I, he, get, he gets in touch often <laughs> to to tell me. But um, no, but obviously you, you don't care what the team is. But if you've had a preferred, you know, selection yeah. in mind, if you see it, that reassures you personally because it's doing what you think would be right. But it was never really going to matter what the team was in terms of fan atmosphere because we just had to back it. Anyway, this wasn't a day for I told you so's or, you know, oh, why is he not mm. doing that? If he if he did that, you know, oh, he, he's playing Keane, he'll make a mistake, that'll prove me right, you know. that It shouldn't have been about that Sunday and obviously it wasn't and I think he picked a team that a lot of people did like and thought was probably our best bet but normally, you know, you see the team come out on Twitter and you look at the comments yeah. and you'll see, uh, you know, this is boss or yeah. what are you doing here? I didn't see any of that. No. On Sunday, it was all just, come on, we can That's do it. it. Let's yeah, just win. There was no one really cared about who those 11 individuals were. You just wanted those yeah. 11 yeah. individuals we to just put 100%. So do you think you say, you say that, and you, I think you talked on the, the, the live as well before about it's different if you're watching it in the ground versus watching it somewhere else. And the only, if you want to call that negative vibe stuff that I got on WhatsApp was for people who, for various reasons, couldn't come. Yeah. So they were watching it at home and the team comes out. I remember a mate did a little bloody, I say little, quite long for WhatsApp thing, basically slagging off the club for not being able to fill the bench. <laughs> and we're in the fan zone at the back of the park head shrugging. Yeah, going, it's, it's so matter, you, you can yeah. get into that any time. You can really just goes down a spiral, doesn't it? Tomorrow, yeah. but... On, on Sunday, it just have to be, look, That's it, right. it's there, it's what we've got to work with, let's do something yeah. with it. We're never going to score though, were we? <laughs> that's the kind of stuff though, isn't it? That's the kind of yeah. stuff where... And then we, that thing happens. Yeah, we're, that's, the kind of, that. that's the kind of stuff where we talk about, we can talk about that all week, about why can't we fill the bench or yeah. why have we got two goalkeepers on yeah. the bench or whatever. That's the kind of thing yeah. you can talk about all week. I think when it comes to the game day, yeah. I, I just forget all that kind God, of stuff. I, I generally do a lot of the time anyway. And it, what I was happy with, uh, I think... In the last few weeks, he, it, Sean Dyche has come to a realisation that maybe Michael Keane isn't the right player and therefore Conor Cody in a three is the right player. Yeri Mean has been fantastic the last mm. few weeks. Um and it was it was the right it was the right team. It was the right team. But like you just said, they it's the right team because they're the only players you've got and it's just fitting into a system. Mm. And then comes the hard bit. How does this team score goals? I mean, the, t- the team come out, it was an incredible atmosphere. Um, I couldn't even hear the sirens. That's how loud it was in the Garda I, I couldn't hear even the fire. Apparently, fireworks went off. Couldn't hear we the, could see them. I couldn't hear them. I <laughs> couldn't hear the siren. couldn't hear Zed cars. I couldn't even see it with them come out because I've got a big flag in front of me. But the, the noise was just absolutely deafening. Absolutely deafening. And yet, the game, you know, the game. It it went as a lot of games go for, uh, go for us or have been this season where you have control or you have an element of control. Okay, they can have more possession and everything, but but it's creating like you just said, John. It's the that that was always going to be the obstacle. Doesn't matter who was playing. It's how are we going to score goals yeah. today? Because the actually the playing Ghana at McAdoo, you fit you're fitting them in. You're saying can you two just run up and down all day? Mm. And it was that thing of like at the can they get forward? Can they defend? Well, yeah, they can, but just just not quite enough mm. either way. And I think I think that really limited us in, in creating chances. Saying, so, well, the whole game, not just the first half, whole season. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It followed. It followed. 
followed us the whole season, hasn't it? And mm. um, that that first half, I think, I think we heard I heard pretty early that Leeds were getting beat. And Two I, minutes, I, wasn't it? Yeah, and I wasn't really worried about Leeds. It was obviously the Leicester situation, but I thought I thought as a crowd, John, I thought we'd stay quite calm. Even when the the shower was singing, you know, did they sing? Yeah, they, they did briefly. Did they? Briefly, when we were in the bottom three. Oh, okay. I never heard. What were they singing? Like you're getting, you're going down. Yeah. My God. Like, whatever they call Southampton, they have a name. I couldn't Did quite they? catch it. They They're braver people than I thought they yeah, were. Yeah. I heard them singing like oh, uh, eight hundred of them. Ah, you go into Coventry. I think picked yeah. up on the telly. Uh, I mean, that's even braver. No, that he was ever tolling above them. I was surprised eight hundred of them turned <laughs> up. Yeah. Probably all travelled in the same car, didn't they? Yeah. Hey. Probably all travelled in the same car. Yeah. She got a limo. She got a limo to her away game. But when you just said briefly, um, the manager finally realised what Michael Keane might be part of a problem. Mm. But in Mina and Cody, he put characters into the team. Yeah. Because there's not there's no characters in it really. Are no. There? There's no one who's going to, apart from say Pickford getting a bit, very animated. Yeah. There's nobody. They're all, and, and those two, well particularly Mina, you know, he just talks non-stop. Yeah. Non-stop to everybody. Gets yeah. in people's faces. He does. It? Yeah. Uh, and um, it's just sad that he can't stay fit. You know, well, it doesn't really matter now. He's not an Everton player. That's what I mean. He's yeah, gone, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, do you know what? I've, I've, I've got a, I've got this feeling that he's going to go somewhere, and in, in, in oh, six, six months' time, he'll win. Someone's going to be linking him back to the Premier League with, yeah. with one of the big boys. I really do. If he I, stays fit, it's, it's keeping him fit, isn't it? Yeah. It's keeping him fit. It always has been the problem. He's played forty-five percent of the Everton games. He's been in, mm. and you can't give someone a new contract based no. on that. Especially you just can't. You just, yeah, and his wages. He's on probably one of the highest earners, if not mm. the highest earner. This obviously we've got this sentimentality towards him. We know he's a good character. We want him to do well, but you just can't have that. And you hear people say. Give him a pay as you pay as you play. Like, why would he take a he pay? Wouldn't. He could go to he can get a good wage in Turkey. I imagine people in Spain will look at him. Italy, you know, the warm weather I imagine will do him the world the yeah, good. Yeah. And you know what? For him as well, he might be ready for a change. Mm. He might not understand that. A a a um less you know tough league. Because it is that, isn't it? It is the pre- how tough the Premier League there's is. There's no easy games. No, there's just... no easy games. People are smashing into you. Yeah. You're having to go full sprint from from dead to sprint. You know, you can see the strain that has on people. Mm. Whereas in other leagues, you might just coast through it. And it is a massive loss too, as I think, like you've just said, as a character. But that's the void that we have to we have to fill. But he's now. been here five years, hasn't mm. he? Right, and he's played. Or sorry, not even played. Appeared mm. in a little more than double. The games for Everton, the talk house gas. That's it, isn't it? And talk's done it in one season. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? So by... this time next year, talk might when deep into cups, he might be as m- more. Even. But that's yeah. why we bought talk house. Yeah. Wasn't it? We bought him because we knew how reliable he was, and he's played every minute this season. He's a six, seven every game, and that's why we bought yeah. him. And that's Absolutely. why it was a really inspired sign. Yeah. Um, you know, people. You can't look at it and say, "Well, he's gone through another relegation fight." Being, but that's why we bought him to have someone in there next season, uh, this season, and hopefully next season we have someone else alongside. And that's why the manager went when uh, Lampard went with Cody and and, and him because he he knew how reliable he were as a partnership. And obviously, I think that I think that was a big mistake breaking them two up. Um, even though it didn't maybe not necessarily seem like it at the time, but. Bringing Michael Keane into the team. I know he scored the way there against uh, Tottenham. I'll give him that, mm. but but that was one of the one, one of the mistakes he made. Assist at Wolves. 
Yeah, he did get talked down to but he did Michael. Come, but he came to, off the bench on that yeah. goal, go right back and up front. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I actually heard before the game on on Sunday that there was that the manager's actually seriously considering playing him up front in this game. That's it's crazy. And that's from a that was from a very reliable source. Yeah, well, his way. first touch before he put it to me, now was brilliant. You know. This is a guy who bloody can let the ball roll. You know, past the him. thing is with Michael Keane. No, you know his twin brother's a striker. Yeah, <laughs> he's um, he's not a particularly good striker. He had a good spell at Wigan the other year, but before that, I think he had about fifteen career goals across about two hundred appearances. And I wonder sometimes maybe where they like mixed up. Not at birth, obviously, but maybe like they went to the wrong trials. Or something, or yeah. maybe they went to they went to the trials yeah. and then he went to the wrong clubs. Yeah. And uh, his brother Will Keane went yeah. to Man United as the as the centre back or yeah. as the striker. Sorry, he's meant to be the centre back, and Michael's meant to be the striker, and he's playing centre back. Mm. And either of them's really been able to do it in the real position because mm. they the the wrong way. It's like that Disney film with Lindsay Lohan where the sit wins and they go the opposite swap over. The swap over. I think it's just the Matrix. Yeah, downloads coolness and. Technical ability, but only, <laughs> but only when he's in the opposition. Penalty, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Penalty just, area. Yeah. Maybe he Does he wear sunglasses? Yeah, yeah. He has to be within seven yards of the opposition's goal for it to work. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But um, I think, he'll still be here next year. I th- yeah. Well, I think. Uh, yeah, I think you know. I think, as the game went on, saying that first half, we weren't we weren't exactly making chance. There was a, there was a lot of there was a lot of just little moments like. There's a lot of, pen- a lot of yeah. penalty shouts. Um, None of them were real, were they? No, not really. But you just, but I think the heightened sense of like normally it was a normal game. Of Someone tell me what's the stone cut? You know, the certain penalty that Robbie Savage saw. The he Demarty saw the one, one where um, I think he saw the one where uh, Gray fell looks, over. Looks like he gets there first, but what he actually does is kick the back yeah. of the defender. Uh, and he was he doing that live? It was. Um, oh right, okay. It was the one where. He sort of kicked the underneath. Oh, the kick, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's one where he he put goes like that to win the ball, and as he goes like that, the the Bournemouth play kick like looks like he kicks the bottom of his foot. All right. So yeah, you could you could see that given on another day, and on on another day the crowd might have just gone get up, lad. But I think on Sunday it was just so high yeah, that everyone, it was every time everyone, someone fell over. I think yeah. Sunday was we were constantly on the cusp of having chances. We like we kept nearly having yeah, chances. Didn't yeah, we? we just kept yeah. like wouldn't get the ball into the box right. Mm. You know, we overhit quite a few corners and crosses. Yeah, you know, I think the corners were ball. off, weren't they, for some reason? The corners have been off for a while, though, haven't yeah. they? But there was an agency, wasn't it? At least you could see the players mm. wanted it, that extra little yard, that they, they would run for that extra little yard. They would make up, mm. you know, two yards if they needed to, just to stop them from playing a simple ball down the line. Because they were trying to, they were trying to get it in behind the two wing-backs, trying to, trying to use their pace again in between them. It never really worked because we were switched onto it. But you could see players just going that extra little yard, knowing how important the game was. Mm. And as the, the crowd did stay with them, and I thought even when Leicester got the goal, I think it was it it's it happened simultaneously with one of those uh, penalty not non penalty decisions. And and I I, I rewatching it, listen to the commentary, and Gary Neville suggested, oh, the place has gone really quiet. But I don't think it got round the ground that quick. No, I don't didn't. really think there was like a to where I was. There was never a thing of like a, it, it. There was like person next to me could have gone. Leicester scored. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. There was never this thing of like Leicester scored. Oh, where you saw 
when you seen the images at Leicester when we scored, it was a real like, oh my god, you know. And I don't think that ever happened. No, it Goldison. didn't. I don't think it did. I took, well, not where I was anyway. Yeah. Absolutely not. No. And I think you know, I think as um, we started to then generate chances, and obviously we had um, we had the Adrissa Ghana gay one, which I actually thought he hit it too well. He just put his foot right through it. And it kept it keepers. It's a good save, easy save. Sorry, typical yeah. save. Definitely. But I, 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 to me, Jack, I thought he if he'd scuffed that or put one low to the ground, lower had gone in. Yeah. yeah, it was almost like a little bit too predictable for the keeper. Where NFC was predicting mm. obviously a well timed shot, and if it had just been a little bit more awkward, it probably gets the better of the keeper there because of the angle that it's on. Mm. And then we had, I think, the only other chance we had one. We started to put a lot of uh, balls into the box late into the half. Um, and Yeri Mina made the goalkeeper sort of punch one away, and then James Garner has one, John Weary. You think from certain angles, you think that's going top corner, yeah. that's going over it, but again, the keeper took A few inches it. higher, and, and he, he picked it, he, he decided what he was doing very early, and he aimed for it and didn't quite get it high enough. Yeah. Mm. They'd had, I mean, they'd had, they'd had a few moments as well, just little scary moments, and there was obviously the one with Tarkowski, where he gives the ball to them, and, mm. and yeah, Mina bails him out, totally, and then the yeah. other... The other one is where uh, he, he, the lad, it's a miss hit, isn't it? I think it's it's not far before half time as well. It's a miss hit from outside the box. It ends it ends up inside the box, and then the lad just puts a ball that just rolls so slowly, yeah, waiting for someone to yeah. either someone knocks it in or or but you. But it's just those moments, those yeah. agonising moments. But we got to half time nil nil, and you have a chance to collect your thoughts, don't you? You know Leicester are winning. You know Leeds are. A doomed, and it is simply becomes a shootout. Then doesn't it between yeah, yeah. you, you and Leicester? What were you, what were you thought at that time, John? The same as before. It was pretty boring. Yeah, I expected us to score, and when I was saying that to people, I was adding on to it. You know, so the thing is, we can't concede because mm. I think that's what would have got really into the heads. Um, but if you objectively, if you look at look back at it, you think we never really created anything. No. And then that ball comes out to Decorey and he oh, smacks God, it. But the people around me were well into the worried category. Yeah. You know, Rachel, who sits next to me, if we get a penalty, she's the sort of head goes down, head in hands. She spent most of the second half like that. And surprisingly, her brother, who sits to her right, is, was in the same mode. And after the game had finished, she was now happy and buoyant because <laughs> we're okay. And he was still stuck in this. It's all been too stressful. Yeah. Let's go home, you know, sort of thing. The enormity, uh, isn't it? Yeah. The absolute enormity of it. And I think hard time just get certainly give me just that chance to just refocus and, yeah. and, and, and think, right, you've forty five minutes to get you get a goal. And I I I honestly thought if we got one we were gonna get four. Uh, well I, I thought, honestly I thought, thought we'd get more than one. Yeah. And I, and what I did like when we did score was how you talked about the players running around a bit. They all stepped that up in the classic. We're not going to concede straight away, mm. yeah. And uh, and then it just played out. Good yeah, game I mean, management. That, then we come out second half, and I think I think uh, Jordan Pickford had mentioned that, that uh, you know the manager hadn't mentioned anything about Leicester at half time. Just keep doing the job. He said, you know, he, they knew, they knew, but but it was a case. I'd I'd been on Radio Five on Friday night, and we were talking about it. And it's on national radio all you know? the time, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I mentioned it like, oh, what, how do you think about Everton? You know, the pressure on. They tried to make it look like the pressure was all on us. I was like, at some point in this game, I imagine we'll be in the bottom three in the live table. I said, I'm, I imagine it'll happen. I said, but 
doesn't change. We're never really in the bottom three, are we? It's a case of we just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. And to me, the mindset when Leicester won on the up is like, well, we've got to score to get back into the game. Yeah. If that makes sense, like we're playing Leicester here almost. That's We've right, got yeah. to get a goal yeah. to get back into this game. Yeah, yeah. To me, though, that was my mentality really because obviously, you know, it, it stops the Leicester's half time as well. You initial reactions like, oh, the live table as it stands. Oh, of course, you'll have, you'll have got all that, won't you? Yeah, yeah. you see all that on the screen and that. But then, uh, you know, thought to myself, look, we're not playing that bad yet. Yeah, like, yeah. we're the better of it, really. We've not made solid chances, but, you know, we're, we're on the cusp of doing something here. Let's just keep going. If this was any other game, you'd feel confident about a win, yeah. really, because that's, you're playing better. That's a unique perspective, though. Obviously, that me and John didn't get. The TV side of things is completely different because you have all these images of how it'll look, how it'll look to see Leicester fans celebrating if they stay up, or Leeds fans celebrating, and it's almost like rubbing it in your face. But when you're in the ground, you don't have to deal with that. That's like true. You as a, someone who's watching on TV and I'm having to watch the flip-flop of, oh, Evan have scored, let's go to Leicester and see how their fans are breaking down, or let's look at the Ever- Get on an Everton fan, find him crying yeah. when Leicester have scored. And we don't have to deal with that. That's we have to deal with Everton just doing their job. But for you... True, yeah. How how is that experience of having to watch it like that? Well, to be honest, it, one thing that really caught me by surprise is normally, you know, when you've got the game on, yeah. on Sky Sports and it switches over to another game to show you because there's been a goal, it switches over to Leicester about 10 minutes in and I'm thinking, oh, here we go, they've scored and they just had a, a half chance. Yeah. And so I, I, they put the highlight on and you can see Leicester attacking and, and they're like, oh, let's go on. God's sake, they've scored and they haven't. But that, that's just playing on your mind yeah. all day. Because the other thing yeah. he has to suffer is the editorial, the yeah. me- which is your point, the messaging they want to project and the commentator yeah. wants to project. Well, they you, kept said, going... you said Neville saying, ah, oh, it's gone deathly quiet here. You know. it no, it didn't. It hadn't. Well, they kept going to Leicester, you know, obviously Leicester fans celebrate, and it kept going to these two fellas as well, and they had like an old school walkie talkie. And you must have had someone. Oh, from two the guys. Sure, it was a radio. Back. It was a radio, I think. Sure, yeah. it was a radio. What? How old it's a radio. I don't know. An old school. What would you think was on the other end? Hannibal going to the end on the eighteen. Well, I'm thinking maybe they've got a fella in Goodison live <laughs> reporting <laughs> the score. How do you think walkie-talkies work? <laughs> Very short distances. Yeah. No, but they were radios. <laughs> got, yeah, but they had them pinned to the ears, yeah, didn't they? Yeah. But they had the no radio bugs, pinned no, to the ear, and they just kept coming to the same two fellas who like. I don't know why they didn't, like, so we'd see their reaction yeah. and we'd know the Everton score, even yeah. though we had the Everton game well, on. The thing was, at Leicester, apparently, there was, uh, it happened three times where Leicester thought Bournemouth had scored. Like, a <laughs> proper, like, and I've experienced this from 90, when it happened in 94. I mean, 94, obviously, no mobile phones. No old school walkie Properly radio. <laughs> No walkie, no old school. Well, they just walkie talkies then. They weren't old school in '94. They were top of the top of the technology tree. You went to Tandy and you bought one. Tandy, um, remember that, eh? '94, um, but that's what it was like. It was like false rumours circulating, oh, they did, yeah. or, and also like false narratives. So I remember in '94, people telling us a draw would be enough. So at two two, people were quite content. That's but, crazy. But we didn't. We know. had to win. We had to win, but we didn't know that till we'd won. So it almost took the pressure because at two two, no, we could have won and gone down. No, I know. But at two so. two, there was a rumor going around that all the other results oh, I see. were going our so way. So this is okay. So this is okay. So the so when when we had three two up in that game, it was like well, we, now we now we can't get. Get, get beat Cause so we're fine because they'd have to score two not knowing that it, that's a load of bollocks <laughs> so but now obviously with, with I mean you still couldn't get I, like, no you know, everyone's like that on live score going like that and you just couldn't get a signal that's or right. if you could it was giving you it from like 
10 minutes before because yeah, that's yeah. what it was frozen but I believe the Leicester fans some of them were going to the up to the press box going what's the scores and they were like not going with having scored there's videos of them full on celebrating yeah. cheering was and, there? and also the West, the West Ham fans started celebrating when we scored like properly <laughs> going like there's been a kinship for, but since they beat Leeds hasn't there we're all backing them now come on Moisey we're all backing them now uh, for the uh, the conference but yeah the lead they, they they were probably giving it to the Leicester fans um, as you would so and I, uh, yeah that, I, I, and that's where people, when people go oh yeah you know you'd rather be in our position it's like no you wouldn't Points we win we stay up that's the end of it and that's yeah. what I was saying yeah. I went on Radio Fat and they were like trying to create this narrative of like oh yeah if uh, you know what will you do it's like well, what we'll do is we'll keep doing what we did we do yeah. and that's what we did do we yeah. came out and the job was still exactly the same go and score a goal and when it came it was it was just unbelievable I think did we have the was the great chance first with the goal he saved I can't quite remember so we'd had the great chance where the keeper had got that he had a header and the keeper had got down low the great chance was first first yeah. wasn't yeah, it, it was. and that was like the oh, poor header wasn't that it? was yeah. like how on earth have we missed that yeah. chance and don't get me wrong at no point did I feel like it wasn't going to come but it was either going to be off someone's backside or it was going to be an screamer. absolute screamer yeah and I think we got a free kick who needs Barry on eh <laughs> same position as Farley's wasn't it I think we got a free Not kick Farley yeah even closer, um, yeah. we got a free kick and we played it wide I think Tarkowski kept that alive then we put it in there fellas knocked it down and I honestly don't I just don't remember like I just seen someone winding their leg and the next thing it was like this Ripple. is what it must feel like to be in a car crash it was just like you see you see something and then the next one it's just bodies just yeah. bodies, yeah. and your body doesn't even have time to react. It's so instantaneous. I don't know if people who don't watch football have experienced yeah. these things because you don't consciously. I certainly didn't just react. You just react, yeah. And the next minute, it's just, it's just bodies everywhere, mm. limbs, it's people just on pure, top. unfiltered just, motion, isn't just it? pure, just pure, yeah, unfiltered, was. and you don't even care. Luckily enough, it's my sister, <laughs> but you don't care. Like, and the fella you might have been arguing with all season over. Whatever, whatever, or or whatever, or or just or you don't even speak to that fella, or whatever. Luckily, I do. Um, but you're just grabbing hold of anything, aren't That's you? Right. And just, yeah. just, just trying to get those. And it was just bedlam. And it took that long from where we were sat or stood, right? Because we're in the park end, and the goal's there. It took that long for the ball to leave his foot and reappear past the defenders, and we knew it was a goal then. Yeah, because the keeper was still stood there. Yeah, you know. Like you say, everyone goes up. I never saw it hit the net. No, I, I think I might have saw it hit the net, but I don't think I saw anything in between. I don't think I've seen the ball travel from his foot to the net. I've just seen the net and, oh, right. and the celebrating. Well, I saw the beginning bit. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just so... And, and We could join and splice them together. We'd have the whole thing. But it was, yeah. And then we kept wanting to put it on the screen so we could see it properly. Well, see, for me, because obviously it was a slightly different view and experience yeah. in those moments where you can't clearly see him hit it and you know what he's going for, you know what can yeah. happen. It almost feels like you experience about 10 minutes of emotion <laughs> in that half a second. It feels yeah. like you get through yeah. so many thoughts. You're thinking, top corner, please do it. Stay up. Yeah. Like you do, Everything rushes through your head. And it was the same thing when they had that chance later in the game, the volley that Pickford saved. Yeah, it was yeah. that seemed to just hang just above the floor for about 20 minutes because <laughs> that, so much yeah. emotion goes through your body yeah, in that yeah. period. I mean, it, 
Yeah, and then you've got something, and then you're looking and thinking, there's still half an hour left here. And you have, don't even know about the extra 10 minutes. Well, I do Fergie time. But then you know, well, you know, don't you? I'm, I'm, yeah. well, I always add on loads more yeah. because I think, well, if you add on seven, then you know where you are. But then obviously, because pick, the Pickford thing, I knew it was going to be nine or yeah. ten. But you're 50 and you're thinking, just go get another one. And you wait, you're thinking, now Bournemouth, go home. <laughs> Like, what are you do? Go home. Like, and they had moments. I thought Billing was excellent. I thought yeah. he was. He 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 won't be at them very long. Yeah. Um, and then Solanke started thinking he was going. Solanke, you see the switch. Solanke went. I'm going to be the hero here. I'm going to dine out on this forever with the Liverpool fans. Yeah, yeah. I am going to dine out, and he started getting in people's. Fit. I don't know how he didn't get sent off by the way, because he got booked. I think he went through Cody and he went through Pickford. I've got no idea how he stayed on the pitch. Yeah. And then they brought Keith O'Mora, and it was like, oh, God. It's like, what are you, go on? What are you doing? Like, we did that nonsense. You don't read the script. Probably, and I think, did we beat, yeah. They could have yeah. took six points from us that season, and yeah. your fellas say, you know, yeah. they, they remember oh, and Everton relegated. We couldn't have no done more there. to help them. There was no one there. It was an MC ground, they got relegated, and they beat us 3 1. Yeah, it was still on the. Um, Covid. Season. We couldn't have done less in that yeah. game. Imagine could we? if we'd have went down because the Bournemouth players have a combined IQ of seven and thought we relegated them, <laughs> so they came back. It was the probably team. none of the players from that day playing anyway. Yeah. We we'll have to go back and look, yeah. but, That's but we certainly, yeah, player. we certainly did not relegate them. Um, yeah, the funny, I must admit though, the funniest moments is um, David Brooks went down injured, and um, my sister was berating him, and I, I turned around, I went. He's just recovered from cancer. You're a horrible person. <laughs> and she just looked at me. She went, oh, is he in my gang? And he went, yes, he is. And she, went, she still kept on giving him loads because he kept on going down. But I was just like, what are you... It was like, you, you, you're going to Vegas next week. That's right. Stop being knobheads. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't get injured and miss your job. It's like you've gone nil down. You've got no excuse. You can. You, you, you can put just, your foot in for an hour. You've like, done enough. You're not. You're one nil down. You're not getting out of here alive. <laughs> That's right. Your fans are not getting out of here alive. If you, like, just. But they didn't. They just. And they kept on. Then, then Keith Moore started being a nuisance. They had um, obviously they had the one where he put him to the back post and he knocked it down and Cody's had to kick it away, um, and that led to the little skirmish between Pickford and, yeah, and yeah. Solanke. And then that's where the extra five minutes comes from, on top of the, the five minutes that was already going to be. And you're just waiting, aren't you, to just get, make that one yeah. chance? Yeah. And then the Corey had one on the left hand side where he was where you, he was clear, and it was just like. We had a few breaks, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, what, was, what were your overriding emotions then, John, when you just think, what did he do? Well, I thought they, they were putting themselves about from early on. Yeah. But like, you know, they got this. The story was out there that you you haven't trained all week. You go to Vegas next week. You're on your holidays. You've lost three on the bout or four, whatever yeah. it was. Blah, blah, blah. And, and they, obviously, a coach had said to them, this lot are going to be scared. So yeah, let's, yeah. And they, they were messing around, wasting time and all those sorts of things. So I think the, that's the long answer, the short answer, was, I think was conditioned to it. Yeah. And it just wasn't impacting me. I just had no doubt yeah. that it was going to be all right. Yeah. And because I do the Fergie time thing, when they say 10 minutes, everyone around me knows I do it, so they're asking. Oh, I do as well. People start blowing the whistle after, you know, 89 and 50 seconds yeah. or something. And I'm looking going, there's only it 35 minutes yeah, gone. It slows left. Um, so, no, I was really chilled. Really chilled. What were your emotions towards the end, Jack? Because obviously they were starting to... 
get a little bit of joy with that ball to keep them more. They were, the yeah. They were. And don't get me wrong. It, it was up the other end. I don't so I think there was properly. a general sense of like panic or anything yeah. like that. I don't think anyone was panicking, but but they were starting to get that little. And I just thought, I personally thought Solanke should have been got a second yellow card. And I'm thinking, when you're thinking the narratives, the script being written here, Solanke gets the equaliser. And the more it went on, the more I'm thinking this is something stupid's going to happen here. But I mean, what again? You're watching it at home on a, I imagine on a on a minute delay on the stream, you know. It's, you had the um, dodgy. St- you're a student. It's fine, mate. No one's going to come and arrest you. I'll never work for Sky Sports if no. you carry this on. No, um, it was. I think I must have looked physically sick at the time, just with nerves. Not even because the. I'm very different to John in this sense because yeah. as much as I try not to be, I am a worst case scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah. They weren't even on top of us as such, but like you say, it just feels like the script. Ten yeah. minutes at a time, Solanke is still somehow on the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Big Keith Moore on. Now, um, it just all felt a little bit too perfect yeah. to go against us. You know, yeah. Le- Leicester's over, so it's completely in our hands. Now, what happens in this last ten minutes? We'll decide our fate. That there's no one who can help us yeah. now. So it, it did. Just and our game was going to finish first, well, that, wasn't it? So. That was the other thing. So I, the other game. That was the other thing first. I was thinking as well, because obviously when they went two 0 there was a they went two 0 up, and there was like like when West Ham had scored, there was that little thing of like, if West Ham could score now, then even sort of the worst happens, we we might be all right. But then when the ten minutes goes, not only am I thinking, well, it's ten minutes, it's another ten minutes. I'm thinking our game's going to finish after Leicester. That's right. And yeah. you're going to get that thing again, that Sky Sports thing of they love it. Because I've been watching. You no, know the problem was I'd watched the Bundesliga the day before, <laughs> so I've watched, I've watched the scenario of oh, the home team just has to turn up and win, and because they're playing someone who doesn't care, and Dortmund fall to bits, don't they? Fall to bits, and then you've got then they get then it's then um, then it's the last minute and by then they're winning it then and all celebrating, and then by Munich going scoring, going score another one, and then by Munich fin- uh, finishes early and they're all round. This phone, someone's got a phone and they're watching it on the pitch all the time. And, I'm, and this is what I'm thinking. And then it has come out. I mean, I didn't, but you, you see the Leicester players, yeah. the last one who's refreshing and refreshing yeah. and refreshing. And I'm thinking, this is the narrative that Sky wants. They're all here because they know that that's a narrative. Like you've got yeah. Sky, you've got the Americans, Tim yeah, Howard was Tim there. Was there yeah. you've, you've got like um, the TV station from. Uh, uh, I can't remember what they're called. They're from from uh, Asia, but Alan Stubbs. So they're live with Alan Stubbs. And they're all here to watch our doom. It's like the reverse of uh, the Man City winning the title yeah. in uh, 2012, and you know they obviously won it not because of an anti Everton bias, just because it is. No, it, 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 it's a you want story. to see a massive. Oh yeah, thing happen. It, I just mean from years, the sense that it's great TV from a neutral. Yeah, perspective. yeah, yeah, totally. Because, you know, it, it's all over at the King Power. The Leicester yeah. players around. It's the 98 minute. Yeah, yeah. Solanke, keep them all. Like, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that it, it's great TV for for the neutral. And that, and you know, a, a lot of people seem to dislike us. So a lot of people would have, you know, reveled in that. You know, elite. But it's not even that. It's like I watched, I watched, um, I watched the playoffs yesterday. So I'm watching Sheffield Wednesday, oh, God, and yeah. they've had a goal this allowed, and and, and um, you know Barnsley are down to ten men, and it's going to penalties, and then there's a last minute winner, and the te- and and I know they would have liked pens, but the narrative is oh my God, it's a last minute winner, and it's oh my God, and and you go as a neutral, you're sitting there going oh my God, look at this thing that's just happened, and for all the neutrals out there watching our game, they're like oh my, it is that a great it's not the Aguero moment's not amazing because it's Man City, it's amazing because it's it's a second, it's like who. Where were you when this happened? Yeah. Something that that like won some on the league, and it, it because leagues look at Manchester City and they've won a league, and it's just like 
Oh, Meh. Again. They won the league. They won it. They, they won it last week. You know, they didn't even win it. Arsenal lost against Forest. They, yeah. they had that moment. The sky, sky had that moment taken off them. Yeah. Whereas they wanted a moment where they can see it in real time mm. and it affect the people. It's really helpful, wasn't it, that our game finished after the others? Yeah, exactly for them. Oh, we'll go across the Goodson yeah. Park now where they're still playing. All eyes waiting for that yeah. one moment. One e- an equaliser here. Yeah, we'll one goal, one goal. Leicester have done their bit. Leeds have already gone. No one cares. Yeah. But that one moment. Yeah. And he nearly got it. Kiefer Moore again. Knocked down. And although, you know, it's a volley. And although, who was it? Someone came out and said, oh, it's a simple save. And it was Mace and all whatever. I think even Nev might have said it yesterday. But he had to make it. He did. It's down to the, it's and he down. had to make sure it went away as well. Yeah, he's, it's down and it's like, and it's that thing of like everyone in the ground is like, that's the moment we've been almost dreading. And it's happened and it's, it's in the past Yeah, now. and it could yeah. have hit someone's arse and gone the other way. Yeah. You just, it was, a, luckily I think it was because it was a clean strike. Yeah. It, was a, it was a, probably was. A, he had a clear sight of it as well. Probably a standard save, but, yeah. but that is the moment, isn't it? That just totally. makes you think. Oh my god! It's like you say at the moment you've been dreading the thinking like, oh, what if they get a chance and they get that yeah. chance and it, it's it's a good chance as well, and you and you're just thinking like like I say you just experience so much. It's like you have enough time in that moment where it's going. You have enough time to write a book on the emotion. <laughs> I know that, that took. See that strike took ages. Where is the core? Boom! Well, but that to took like that. it did. I mean, I because I've not watched it on the telly really, yeah. and I'm, I'm trying to think now, and you will be able to tell me. You know, how did the ball get to the guy who, who took the shot? Well, it was a long ball. Yeah, but Keep it just seemed like yeah. from the Keep... moment when you realise he's going to have a shot and then him taking the shot and then it being saved and then you want to know where it's gone yeah. was and about that's an the, hour. That's like the, 90, that's the 95th minute. So yeah. that goes in. There's, very, five more there's minutes. very little time to do anything about yeah. it and there's Ellis Sims is already on the pitch so it's not like you can make mass changes. Probably would have brought Michael, Michael Keane looked like he was coming on in the 90th minute and then he sat him down. I don't know why. Then you would have brought Michael, and then it would have been, it would have been that TV spectacle of five minutes, and then that five minutes goes like when they put five like minutes that. board on, and you need a goal. The five, un, although what was weird last week at Wolves, nine minutes last week at Wolves felt like fifteen minutes. It was mad. The only time I've ever experienced time right. where it where it actually was good for us. All oh, right, but no, it was honestly because when after about five minutes last week at Wolves, their fans were whistling. I'm like, it's loads of time left. There's still loads of time. And this is why I think they should have a proper clock at games, so, so that we can all see so it. we can all and the players understand. Yeah. You've, got, you've got time, chill, calm down. Yeah. The manager can make subs in real time, not in like well, how long have I got left, really? But then when when I don't know what it was just that moment. I don't I don't think anyone felt this was going to be fine, but I don't think they had another chance after that. And actually, it was quite calm, and and our players kept on going and they kept on making those. And even in that last minute. When you there's a they get the ball on the left hand side and you think they only have to whip one in now. Oh, but then it's just a kind of guy goes over, smack, makes it go out for the throw. He's everywhere. They force he? it the other way. He was and, everywhere again. And 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 the the ref, the ref done the thing that they always do. He blew right on nine minutes, but he also was as close to the tunnel as he could possibly be, and that's <laughs> always a good sign. Yeah. The ref, if the referee's on the other side of the pitch, he ain't blowing a whistle. So get as close. And he was like, I'm getting off here. That was it, Gone. and that was it, and we knew it was in our hands. We knew it was all over. There was obviously the outpouring of emotion. Uh, obviously, clowns went on the pitch. I'm sorry, you clowns, you are clowns. Can't say it any other way. You are clowns. Grown men, you clowns. Kids, I understand. Grown men sliding on their knees. Grown men with kids, <laughs> clowns. Kids, I get it. And when they see other kids on there, they're gonna 
want to do it. I mean, amazing. What a, uh, don't run past me. I'm being paid overtime. Steel. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, it wouldn't have been like that if it, if we'd lost. Would have been a ring of steel. Yeah. Shields, honestly. <laughs> but um, no clowns because. It wasn't the time for it, was it, John? It wasn't. No. Set, we were no, it staying wasn't. up in the Premier for another year, but no, it there's so much to fix at this club. It's, it's, yeah. It wasn't. It was an amazing. Again, it was that relief, but the relief lasted, and then for a, and then it was a case of yeah. we this we you know fans need to tell this football club what 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 needs to happen next. Yeah, well, Ian Wright got the final word on that, didn't he? He did. He did. He got a gate. One of you haven't seen today. He's, I, uh, I have. Yeah, he's, he's ripped it's this tremendous. But I, I did feel, you know, it was great hearing the chance sack the board, you know, and all that kind of thing. Um, I, I did feel a little bit sorry for, I don't know, destroyed some of the players this season. But I did feel sorry for some of the people, like to Yeri Mina. Didn't so, get a moment. Then they got his moment. That's his last game. Yeah. Um, Tom Davis might be Tom gone. Davis probably is last ever. Yeah. Um, you know, time at Everton. Um, Connor Cody potentially yeah. is last time at Everton. You know, and I think I think there's definitely a time for players to be able to go. We're coming to applaud you. You, yeah. your state, the fans stayed. The majority of the fans stayed. Yeah, I just thought that was a little bit, little bit of a uh, sad that they never got that opportunity to say to the fans, you thank, know, you. "Thank you, yeah. thank you for being here, selling out home and away for the entire season." Again, you know, there wasn't wasn't like mass. It wasn't like mass anger. We know where the anger is going to be directed mm. to. They're not even at the game. The players, the players that. The players deserve to come and give us a round of applause. Yeah. I thought that was sad that that never happened because a few people thought, I'm going to go on the pitch because I'm going to be able to go, oh, look at me, I'm on the pitch, or go over and ask someone for the shit. The thing that annoyed me about the pitch invasion and run on is we had that last year, and I understood it last year, it was a big release, yeah. you know, a big comeback. First time a lot of us, you know, people my age had yeah. experienced like a relegation fight. I understood all that. But it was treated in the aftermath as it was a success. We've achieved something here, you know, we've stayed up and now it's framed and it's in Finch Farm and it's something the club have used it to look at as, you know, a big, oh, this was an achievement for us. What a day in evidence history, the day we stayed up. And we had to just completely stay away from that this year because we have to let them know we we haven't succeeded, but any success we have had in staying up has been in spite of this board. I mean, luckily enough, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't loads, it was near it wasn't the loads of people and, and the majority of the people who stayed in the ground actually booed the people who were on the pitch, telling them to get off. And um, the way the police done it as well, they didn't really allow people to stay on the way they the way they'd done it. But but I just, I just I just felt like the players deserved the opportunity to say thank you to us. Yeah. And I think people stayed behind for that as well. Mm. Um and that's been taken away from them. So that is, that is the way it is, isn't it? We move on, but it's nothing to be celebrating. We stayed up, and that this one is going to be. It's not going to be easy, is it? You know, we've still got, we've still got um, a Premier League commission to come. We've still got mm. we're not. We're financially, it's not going to get any better without selling players. No. You know, the, if you watch the tunnel access video, you'll see a clip of Onana, and he he looks like he's basically sitting there thinking, "This is the last time I'm playing here as well." Was just he? by his body language. Oh, right. Just by his body language, he, sit, he looks like he's sitting there going, you know, got Yeri Mina, he knows it's his last time. and Yeah, and, you know, big, big, what, 74 days it is now till the start of the season. Crazy, a lot, isn't it? A lot to, a lot to sort out. Um, hopefully that investment comes in. Hopefully mm. the board 
gets rejigged and hopefully we can move on and, no, and definitely not let this happen again well yeah and uh some little tricks like again like you guys were saying on the live let's let's still have the same manager this yeah. time next season yeah you know but it same same before um because that revolving door yeah is crazy and you know there will be people out there and and many of us would have not necessarily say he's our first choice no. when he came through the door we talked here on the channel what four or five months ago now whenever it was that if he can get close to walking that talk we'll be all right yeah well he got just about close yeah. enough to walk in that talk and he's done some good speeches since yeah, yeah. which look you know well thought through and almost like professionally prepped type of thing mm. preparing the groundwork for where we need to be yeah but of course it immediately gets interpreted as throwing the director of football under the bus you know and there's going to be some power activities there about whether we really are a director of football type model or whether we've got a manager now saying, you know what, you lot have been screwing it up for so long. I'm doing this. And I you think, know. yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait. But changes at top table will fix that. But I also... Because you get the welcome. perspective. Yeah, it? absolutely. But I also think that, I think where we were this time last year to where we are now, I think the fellow, the fellow we had last year was a fantasist. Well, he's just said it, hasn't he? We thought we'd done well to yeah. stay well, up. That... And he's rightly said, no, Yeah, we've got away with it. Yeah. And if, we, f- and if we don't get a grip, we'll, yeah. we might not get away with it this time next season. But I think we had, a, I do think we had a fantasist last season who thought it was all going to change and it was all going to come back and they were all going to play this amazing, nice football. Yeah. I think what we've got now is a fellow who's like we, very down to it. Yeah, he'll we, make things happen rather we, yeah, than wait for them to happen. We're gonna, if we have to go out and buy a dog of a centre forward who's going to win all the headers so that someone can get onto the knockdown. That's, that's what, what we're we'll going to have to do. Yeah, that's that's right. what we're going to have to do. We're going to, right. To me, what he, said, what he said after the game was a case of like, don't. I mean, what he did say is brilliant. I mean, it's, it's there on our channel if anyone's going to watch it, but it's a case of... So for us next season, it's about getting another six points. Yeah. It's not about getting another 20 points. It's about getting another six points. Yeah. It's about getting that home record sorted. It is about making Goodison Park a place where people don't want to come. I mean, we're in the bottom three for home for home form this season. Yeah, you know, Everton. That's you always could always, no matter what yeah. could hang your hat on, Goodison Park. Oh, it's a tough place to go. It's not. It's definitely not. It's not a tough place to go at all because we we've we've made it. So, and even to be fair, even under dice, we've, the games we've lost, we have to make Goodison Park a place that people do fear coming. Everybody, you know, Man City, whether they're going for the league, shouldn't be going. 3-0 there, no worries, I'll drop this play and that play. It has to be a tough place where people go, we were in a game there at least. Too too many people have come to Goodison this season, it's been too easy for them. Much too easy. Much too easy. Yeah. You know, there's loads of games, so we can pick up an extra, we could easily pick up an extra six to nine points easily. Ten. Easily. No, yeah, ten. Yeah. Ten's realistic. Yeah. And no, then that, I was actually on the ten easily, and that's just two, when you look at what yeah. we've done. And then that's two, we've won two away games. Yeah. So that get gets you to 40 points straight away. Yeah. And if you've got 40 points by April, then you can kick on then knowing you're safe and you don't that's get right. these pressurised games. That's right. And then that's the basis to go, right? And that's what all that of like Wolves, Palace, even Bournemouth have done this. Bournemouth lost the last four yeah. since they mathematically were, were safe. Still got 39. Yeah. They've lost the last four because, you know, our fans don't think we'd allow us to do that, by the way, but but that's that's where we have to get back to, and then that becomes the next thing. That becomes the next thing that can. I know everyone was like, "You've got to have your standards up here," but you've got to you've got to walk before you can run. I think that'll yeah. be the next thing we need to do. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, because going forwards, you know, we can dream bigger over mm. the next five years or whatever, but the starting point for this just needs to be stability yeah. and just a little bit of progress moving in the right time. direction. Just yeah. show the, you know, the clubs being ran well. We can see, see the small changes. A lot of them will take years to really see the benefit of. But right now, let's just be stable. You know, we don't have to get carried away. We don't have to be, OK, we'll get you RF next season. Now we've avoided this. Let's just be comfortable. Let's just... I'm not saying, you know, this has to be Everton forever, but right now let's take nothing for granted. Let's just be happy, hopefully, that we won't be in this position again next season and just have a comfortable, quiet season. Quiet. Do you know what, mate? Uh, that was wise words from a young young mind, if you like. One exception that experience is going to contradict. Yeah, that, that the improvements that need to be made that will drive material differences on the football field will not take years to show results. I, they I can actually be. Some... They can actually be done in months. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I just think uh, some of our maybe wider complaints with the board may take. If, uh, we, if we're well, looking at recruitment of young players and yeah, I and mean, clearly like young players and, and, and making money out of player trading takes time. But historically, and we've had we just had one go again, right? We've been producing the players, but the revolving door of managers who are not particularly interested in. Developing players. Look, Sean Dyche, yeah. he, as, a, as a manager, doesn't trust youth. They're kids, yeah. and this is a man's game, you know, and so on. So that won't change people having that attitude. Yeah. But what can change is the ability to make decisions. And sometimes they'll be right and sometimes they'll be wrong. But the fundamental challenge we've had is we haven't been making decisions. Things have just been happening yeah. until the owner gets, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, you're right. There's real structural stuff that needs to be done, but we shouldn't have to wait years to yeah. see a real difference. And also, if you make that decision once, then and it's successful, then you just carry on from there, don't you? It's once you've got that, and it's the problem with Everton is like the flip flopping from one thing to the other thing. How you yeah, ever going to get? Absolutely, failure's okay if you fail quickly yeah. and you learn from it. Yeah, yeah. If you fail slowly and don't learn anything, guess what? You keep doing well, the also, same thing. If you fail, and that's what we've done. We've made the same mistakes. If you fail, it's because for a number of years. the opposition are better than you. That, but, it's life. But, but it's fair, yeah. Then yeah. it's like, but it's if it, the failures are yours of the making, and you have got players that are there, you know, whether whoever they asked, you know. And I know people say, look at the bench. Why wasn't there Stanley Mills on the bench yesterday and the Sunday and these kind of things? These are the things you can go away and look at now, yeah. and maybe they're the things that weren't weren't looked at last year. So, hopefully, that's the way it is. Um, let's just have a look at the stats from the match Ooh. winner, the Corey. There we go. There we go. Uh, Thirty-six, not many touches at all. Two key passes, two shots on target, one goal, one out of two uh, successful dribbles. But um, he obviously last week signed a new contract. Well, extended the contract for another year. But he, when you think about it, he is or has been Sean Dyche's most important player. Yeah. Because he's been the only one who scored goals out of midfield, you know, from the central areas. Obviously, Dwight McNeil's been a part, but he, he's done it. And also, when he wasn't in the team, the team fell apart. That was that. That was the stickiest period for Sean Dyche at Everton, really, was when he wasn't in the when team. When he got himself that sent off. That team just yeah. fell apart completely when he, there was no one to take his mm. place. And he... He proved again with the goal, and when you think back, you know we we said can someone needs to take responsibility, but he sort of has the whole time, hasn't he, John? Because this was a guy who was out, was out the door under Frank Lampard. He was about to go to full, mm. and he's come back. The manager realised how important he was. Come back, and he's ended up being 
the match winner playing in a role where we all thought it was important. That's that was what it was for. That was what yeah. it was going to be for. Absolutely, yeah. The thing as well with Decore is Dice's use of Decore has completely shattered the idea very early on as well that no one could have got better out of this group of yeah. players. Was there the player? <laughs> yes. Lampard wasn't even used. And you had a lot of yeah. people saying Lampard's getting the most out of these players. No, the problem's the players. And yeah, the, one of the problems is the players. But he, Lampard wasn't getting the most out of them because there's a player who has been one of our most key players. We've missed him when he's not been in. He's, he's not been perfect. We said last week about stuff he'd got wrong in the, in the game, but he yeah. got goals since he's come back into the squad. Scored an absolute peach of a goal on Sunday as well. Without him, would he be in the Championship right now? Quite possibly, yes. Mm. So. That, that from Dyche, and you know, it does take leadership from Dyche to bring him back in as well, because it could be easy to say, the last fella didn't rate him, there must be a problem with him, and you know, not just take that and run with it, but then sort of be on the lookout for anything that can yeah. confirm that idea that, oh, maybe he's got an attitude problem, something like that, but you know, he's came in, he's gave him a clean slate, and... I don't, he, I don't think it was an att- I don't think it was a... It not that as No, such, no, but no, but it, it, it reminds me similarly of when... Um, Reminds me of a manager not being able to deal with a big, big personality, and it mm-hmm. happened under Martinez with with Sylvan Distan. It's true. not been able to deal with the personalities and things. Sean Dyche allows the players to be. Themselves. He says it himself. I'll go in and allow them to have their little rant and rave, and then maybe I'll come in. You hear that from a lot of big managers, actually. I think it's the same with. I think there's. I think you know it's come out. You know after a, after a game that him, him and Lampard had, had a, a shouting match because he basically said this isn't good enough. And Lampard thought it was. Therefore, I'm not going to play you anymore. Yeah, and therefore, it's crazy. Like, I'm going to be the child and not play you. Yeah. And I think, again, it's about personalities. It's about these people who think they understand. And they take, you know, instead of going, well, I'll take what you say into consideration. And he, he has been such an important player. Another player who's been important the last few weeks is um, James Garner. Let's have a look at his numbers. Mm. 57 touches, uh, two out of four long balls, shots on target one. Tackles two, clearances four. But for a player, once again, to be playing in a, into a side mm. in the wrong position like he did last week. And I think he's a, he's another sort of, to my players, um, the manager's giving the players a chance. This is a player who's nowhere near the team due to injuries. He's had that That's back right, injury. Yeah. He's come back in and obviously, again, this is someone the manager could have just gone, you're a young lad. You're, you weren't bought. Right, it's not your, you're not my player. You're the last fella's player. Mm, I don't right. really know what to do with you. Coming to the side when the Corey went out, funny enough, but has managed to stick around the first team where the manager's gone, you know what, I'm willing to change the way we play because you are on it all the time. I mean, someone told me last week that his stats weren't too dissimilar to Tom Davis's stats being in the side, but I think it's just because of how he carries himself during the game. He understands the urgency of the situation. He'll make sure he gets his body in the way. He'll make sure he wins a foul. He doesn't He doesn't allow himself to be pushed around either, which I think at times Tom, when he plays, you know, he does that thing where he goes, boom, falls over, expects a foul because he knows he can't get away from himself. James Garner, I think, it, it, it's got something a little bit mm. about him. And if someone like Onana does leave the football club, I think... I'm not saying he's on the same level, but I do think he's got an opportunity to step up. And, and I thought, and I think a lot of people feel this way, that he was absolutely fantastic on Sunday, John. I, yeah, I thought he played very well. He was my man of the match. I think, perversely, you know, you could turn him into a modern fullback, mm-hmm. perhaps, you know. But I, I think the, the, comparing him with Tom Davis is a good analogy, I think, because it's not what you do, it's the way that you do it, mm-hmm. isn't it? And he does it in the right way. 
He has a presence mm-hmm. and he's got some pace and he's confident on the ball. Yeah. So, yeah, I think um, the other thing that he did um, indirectly, Garner, just as, as did Patterson, for example, is was in the he's a kid box as far as the manager's concerned. Yeah. The manager had no choice but effectively to put him in. But then the manager goes, actually, you know, you're all right. Mm. And that, I think that's really important that this manager show, well, if you prove to me mm. that you're worthy, then I will play you. Even if you believe 16, I'll play you. But you've just got a higher hurdle to, to get over because yeah. this league is fundamentally about experience, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But, yeah. Go. And I think what you said was here spot on about it's not just what you do, it's how you do it. And Absolutely. you know, you compare them to Tom Davis and say, oh, they complete the same amount of passes, but... Look at James Garner, he's completing passes in situations where some of our other players probably give the ball away. Yes, how true. he keeps the ball, he does it with a certain level of composure looks that I wouldn't it, yeah. expect from other players. Mm. And I do think he brings a composure on the ball that we don't have in our midfield because yep. we don't also have, right. yeah. you know, he's not, you know, a, a silky footballer, but he is that more than um, Idrissa Garnagway or Amadou Onana yeah. or Abdoulaye Decore yeah, yeah. and there's just a, a confidence on the ball mm. that I really like there's a, there's a little bit of street football or two it and is, I think just, it there's, is. A, there's a confidence and in the a young man as well and you know the good first touch and I, I quite like James Garner and will he need to add more to his game yeah he will but mm. for a lad who's well, come in midway through the season yeah. you know he, the last two games he's played a full back he couldn't have asked more from he, him I mean he's only he's only just turned 22. I was going to say, he's played. Not, he's, played yeah, 22. he's never played in the Premier League before, really. A couple of games for Manchester United. Yes, he helped Forrest last season, but these these were big moments for him. These were mm-hmm. huge, huge. He's never experienced this before. He's experienced like positive times, being you know being around Manchester United. Promotion. Yeah. Promotion, you know, helping Forrest get promotion. Yeah. yeah. Going into, and then this he's experienced. He had a, he's missed loads of the season. The manager who bought him has been sacked. New manager, oh, will he fancy me? Will he not fancy me? Not being in the team, then gets, then was on when he come back was on the bench, not really getting a chance, because yeah. the manager likes fit, fit players, not just fit players. And then you know, part of a big pressurized situation like that, I thought he stood up to the task. I thought he did brilliantly, yeah. and a player you can trust to play in a different that's, position. That's to what he knows. Trust that, and that is a massive. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. The manager's not just gone. Well, I'm going to play. I want to play here. Two games in a row, high profile, you know, the Wolves away game. I'm going to play it out of position. I'm going to play it out of position in in the biggest game that kids ever played in. Yeah. Let's get it right. And you're playing at right wing back. That's massive. And they targeted him in the first half. They did because he yeah. thought he could play that ball and he never let it get back he never past did. him once because he does have good awareness. And, and that's what actually, when I look at him and think you're a nice, tidy player, but I think he's got a general sense of... of he knows where he is yeah, and where other people are. And I think that's important when you're not blessed by... You're not coached with that. Well, you're not, yeah. When you're not blessed by loads of pace, your positioning becomes hugely important. Mm. And I do like how positive he is on the ball. And he does have a little bit of tenacity. He's not like a narc. He's not like someone who's going to get into someone. But he does have that thing of, like, you're not beating me to mm. this ball. And I think that's important. And, and he'll become invaluable next season. With that ability to say, "Well, you're playing centre midfield today, but we might need you on the right hand side, club, of, uh, you know, right hand side to play. Well, no, to play sort of like as an as an inside wide player, someone yeah. who starts on the right, but but you know, to keep the shape rather than being a winger, let the full back on the outside. Yeah, I think that's invaluable. And from to only be 22 as well, that, that's really important. Cool. I think one thing he does as well is when he does win the ball back, he, he sets himself up well for his next first touch or his pass. He, like you say, reads the game. He knows he what he's doing well. next and. Now, 
and quite a big advocate for stats that have absolutely got the place. There's a yeah, reason yeah. why every football club uses them, but that's not something that will necessarily show up in stats. That when he wins, when he does win the ball back, what mm. he do, does with it after that, you know, is he's, he's setting himself up well for it, just with yeah. his body language, his positioning, and the player he's picking out. He's not just picking out a player; he's picking out the right one. Yeah, he stats, can. stats are just one lens that you see things through, and they're a very useful yeah. lens. And they are useful. You, need yeah, to... you can't live by them. No, no, but it was a, uh, yeah, it was a, uh, he, he was worth his weight in gold. As, as, as obviously Dwight McNeil was on the other side, again, mm. playing in an unfamiliar position, well, not unfamiliar, but taking something a little away from your game, but saying, you've actually, you've got to do, you've got to do everything today, mate. So mm. they were, they were massively important, but it's over. We can, uh, we can move on now. It's over for, <laughs> top. we say never again, but please, yeah. never again. Just get us to that level where we can just, Take a breath. And you talked about it before, Jack. Take things taking time. But the, the new stadium can be that catalyst yeah. to just move yeah. us forward Clean, very, very yeah. quickly. And and now we've given ourselves another year, a bit of breathing space. You know, mm. last week there was there was well it wasn't talk, there was a it was confirmed that we'd taken out a, a loan, which I'm sure me and John will get into more or, or you know, of that. MSP can be the next thing. And then just all these little things can move us along. And I said, I think the expectations aren't like we need to be in Europe now. No. Because I think we're past that. I think we're like, we know how low we've sunk. We need to yeah. make our way up. Let's just have a look at the match stats from the game. There you go. 13 shots to seven, six on target to two, one big chance, 38% possession, which I always think is the sweet spot, 38 for us. Um, <laughs> I always think it is. I think it's a good place. I think it's a good place. There you go. Is the, the gold a bit supposed to be the big chance? Yeah. No, it mightn't have been actually. It might, might be the great might, one. Might be the yeah. great chance. I would have thought That'd the great, the great the chance. That's not really a chance. No, that's right. Stats, man, they're just weird, aren't they? They're just weird. There you go. Uh, we'll be continuing over on, because we're currently live, on Toffee TV Premier. If you want to become a member, the link is in the description. We don't, we don't slow down in the summer, by the way. We don't just go up. We don't go for two months. We're not doing nothing. We will have stuff on there every single day in the summer so you want all your latest news and everything because this is where everyone's like what not where's the new kit where are we going pre-season who are we buying who are we selling what's going on that's where you'll find it all over on Sophie tv Premier. this is the good bit now this is the bit where everything is like not real so you can just imagine scenarios we're gonna sign neymar we're gonna we're gonna get this play we're gonna michael keen's gonna go for 20 million this is where the fun begins so make sure you check us out over on Sophie TV Premier where we're going to continue over there the link is in the description if you want to join us and it, the QR code will be coming up on the screen in a moment see you later excellent